0: Wow, we are really leaning into tonight in the debut of Cocaine Bear. This movie better not let us down. It has the uh, potential Has the potential to be a cult classic, like the Big Lebowski. I mean, yeah. movies that we all kind of, you know, we know that have fallen under the heading of a cult classic. Uh, but it didn't to, have much commercial appeal. Uh, no. But we watch, like Rocky Horror Picture Show would be another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be a cold classic, but uh, tonight is our Cocaine Bear Watch Party, uh, and you have an opportunity uh, to win. Oh, we have two pairs of tickets left to give away. We have
1: one pair. However, okay. if uh, the guy who called in yesterday and won does not email me back by, say, 9 o'clock, I got two pairs. Oh, what happened? <laughs> I don't know. He was all pumped. They hang he hang up? Uh, no, well, it just I just happened we she, now, we exchanged email addresses, so I shot him an email after the show and he never got back to me. So he has till nine o'clock to get back to me. Otherwise uh, I have to give away a second pair. Did I, you check
2: spam?
0: Yes. Okay.
1: Now you've opened up yourself because every time Dick and
0: Harry's gonna call claiming they were this person. Yeah. But they don't know his name. That's why I didn't say it. Did so, you
2: have like a sec you know like a two step verification too? Do you know his mother's maiden name?
0: That'll cost you $15 <laughs> to be a two-step verification yep. on 1620 The Zone. Uh, so if you're going to be there tonight, I uh, look forward to uh, meeting you. I'm sure a lot of familiar faces will be there, everybody from The uh, Zone. And Sportsmanlike Conduct is out there, right, today? Yeah, they are. they doing their show? They're doing the show. Okay. Uh, so we'll be out in Elkhorn. Uh, what are you guys bringing? Um, how close is the, uh, the the dollar store?
2: There's a hy gas station across the street. Oh, okay. See, I'm always this. You guys are gonna laugh at me. Maybe you won't. Maybe, maybe uh, because I feel like we're all within the same uh, age group. Uh, I was, I was always a big Raisinets fan. Big Raisinets fan. I, I was not. But excuse I excuse me. Okay. No, nobody Raisinets? likes
0: Raisinets. Oh no, really?
1: Oh, oh love, my gosh, love Raisinets. Go
0: over on the music
1: station. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Raisinets were great. That that was something that if someone got that for what the hell's this? Now, my latter years, I'm just, I'm simple, man. Just I would a, feel like a I was popcorn. in
0: trouble if somebody gave me raisinettes. Really? Oh, yeah. I loved
2: Raisinets. You couldn't give them away, huh? All right.
0: They were actually
2: really popular around well, my friends, too. you dropped on your head as a kid? <laughs> Once or twice, probably.
0: Did you guys have lead paint in your house?
2: Uh, well, my dad said he got it taken care of, but I never believed them.
0: If you're going to eat Raisinets tonight, don't sit next to me. I'm not. I don't even know if they have them. I mean, I know you're going to sneak in some mini bottles, which is fine. You yeah. have to. I think that's encouraged. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, nothing with a, a very
2: noticeable odor. Like I, I wouldn't recommend Fireball. Just throwing that out there.
1: And there might be a couple that oh, I like. Yeah. It like your stuff. There was one guy who won uh, who emailed me, and I feel bad for him because he he was excited to go, but he can't because his kid's parent-teacher conference is at six thirty, and he said uh, I don't think I'd be able to make it. Yeah, that's right around this time. <sighs> I, um, felt, I felt for him. I thought I wanted to be like you know, it's a you guys can get out of it. Huh? Did anybody like Juji Fruits? Wow, I haven't heard. That I'm in not years. even
0: participating in this conversation. Okay.
2: <laughs> you Ever heard of Dots? Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: Dots. Dots were okay. good. I like dots. Sour Patch huh. Kids.
2: Yeah, Sour Patch Kids were towards like the end of when I would go to movie theaters when that guy became popular and regularly available at the uh, stand. But like, yeah, Milk Duds, Raisinets—that was kind of my uh, my go-to if I was going candy. But usually, yeah, I was just uh, give me. Straight-up buttered popcorn, and I was happy. Sorry, guys. I didn't mean to ruin your morning with my Raisin Nets. Wow. I liked
1: Raisin I, I would. I and would you eat a, gave I me crap whole... for talking about Almond Joy at Halloween. Yeah, yeah, that's the crazy. Almond Joy would be better than Raisin No, nuts. no, it wouldn't. Again, I'm out of this no, conversation.
0: <laughs> you guys continue it on the side. Take like
1: a whole mess
0: of Raisin <laughs> Nets. You guys right? can sit by each other in <laughs> the middle of yeah. row five. <laughs> But see everything's so different now.
2: Now
1: I can have a I can have a beer. I can completely go like ballpark
2: mode as opposed to your traditional movie fare. That was know?
1: a question I got at home last night. Is this one of those theaters where you can get all that? I, said, I mean, I, I believe I, I it is, right?
2: Know. I think th- I think that's just pretty much standard practice anymore,
0: right? I don't think it's like an Alamo Draft House where they serve you in the theater,
2: Right, but, but you, you can, can purchase have before.
0: beforehand. Okay. No, yeah. Can you bring it into the theater? I don't know. Only one way to find out.
2: This is my first time ever going to this particular theater.
0: Well, you'll be our guinea pig. You can do stuff that we will, <laughs> that, that we wouldn't get in trouble for. Uh, someone we'll to see, see if you get in trouble. I'll Let's, wear the rookie label. Will <laughs> Someone
1: from the zone be the responsible. Like, hey, got to fill you up here. Make sure you're not bringing anything. Yeah, yeah. We got uh, security and check for bottles. Yeah. And if it is a bottle, if it's something that looks
2: like we'd be interested in, then we confiscate that.
0: Well, we're just giving away all of our secrets. Yeah. people just, out the I'm with USC. They they said you can. They're expecting complete debauchery. (laughs) What do you expect? The movie's called Cocaine Bear. (laughs) Uh, So the watch party is uh, tonight and uh, a little bit later. You'll have a chance to uh, not only win tickets, but also this is a Ask Is Anything Thursday on this uh, 23rd of February. Uh, Commute was good coming in. Yeah, There are a couple of slick spots, I understand, uh, in residential neighborhoods, but we did not get hit with the snow that they're getting on the upper Midwest that has been essentially shut down for the last couple of days. So we're good around here, but take your time. Getting into work and, of course, uh, listening to Mornings with Sharp and Handley on 1620 The Zone. Uh, you also, with Ask Us Anything, have a chance to win an Oscars uh, grill gift card. Ask Us Anything. Anything goes. Any question, uh, you can ask Nick about his love of raisinettes, where it started. Yeah. Why he likes the milk chocolate with covered raisins.
1: Mmm. Mmm. And if you win, your, mm. you can win your Oscars and bring your wings to the movie. Yeah, now, now, see again another odor. Might, now that might be a little bit awkward. Yeah, I'll hide that in your coat. It's gonna be cold tonight.
0: Yeah, this is the theater's supposed to be packed, so we have the whole theater. It's not like yeah. we'll be able to spread out. Yeah, nope. Yeah. Okay, usually, if I'm gonna be able to spread out and people aren't gonna be around me, I'm probably oh. dabbling
1: with you know <laughs> some outside vendors.
0: <laughs> my cargo pants.
1: <laughs> I just picture the theater like the scene hey, of Gremlins. Are you, why are
0: you wearing a winter coat and cargo pants in the middle of the summer? Yeah. AC. Oh. Whew, those theaters, they get cold, they get, sir. They do get cold. Do. Well, why this you, coat is going to be my blanket. Why are you clanging while you walk? Oh, I got a bad leg. <laughs> you won't believe the amount of surgery I've gone through.
2: Like uh, it's a uh, piercing uh, in college. I'd I served our, our country, it. and I, I've got an injury to show it. Okay, guys, don't ask any more
0: questions. Uh, it is uh, February, and 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 by the way, boys and girls, it's we are over. three weeks away from the opening day of March Madness. Yes. Three weeks from today, we will be tipping it off, and we will be going at it. For, Is there a better day? Well, the first two days are like a national holiday.
1: Yep, and they ought to be. They ought to be. And we're perfect here because we have this, and it goes right into basketball. Yeah, some might not look at it that way, Jimmy, because <laughs> we're
0: the only show that works yeah, exa- that day. Exactly. Like the other shows get two days off. We're the only yep. show that has to work. We okay. set the stage. Yeah, so I I don't I, know I see that I would you be super excited, uh, because I don't want to get up early on those Thursday and Friday. No. I want to be able to sleep in so I'm well-rested because you're going to stay up until midnight yeah. yep. watching basketball. But three yep. weeks from today, the, the NCAA tournament starts, so people are trying to figure out where everybody's going. Of course, uh, what seed Creighton is going to be, whether it be I think their ceiling is a four, their floor is a six. They got a big game at Villanova this weekend that we will uh, dive into. Nebraska's on a race for 17. Get me to 17. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about the NIT. They play Minnesota this weekend, which is limping. Minnesota last night lost their 11th in a row. They got blown out by Maryland. And here's the thing about Minnesota. So they had a COVID pause, Mm -hmm. and they had to reschedule a couple of games. They've been on the road the entire week. Essentially could not go back to the Twin Cities because of the snowstorm, so they elected to be on the road. So they played Monday night in Champaign. Last night they played in College Park. I think they stayed overnight in College Park, and then they'll fly into Lincoln either late today or early tomorrow. So they've been on the road the entire week. They've lost 11 in a row when they take the floor against Nebraska on Saturday afternoon, where I got an email. I looked in my email box this morning. Only 600 tickets remain. All right. So nice. The game on Saturday is supposed to uh, sell out for uh, Nebraska and Minnesota, the next to last game, uh, and don't have a hiccup. So right. that Tuesday night, the Nebraska-Michigan Ooh. State game is a big deal. It'll be huge. It'll be absolutely huge. Yeah, and the
2: I think there's always just that. I I don't think it would have mattered who they played on Saturday, but there's always just something
0: a little extra when you go into a game knowing that you're gonna be favored. Like wow, we can, No, see should I win this see, game. Here, here's the thing about that game. So this has been it's kind of a weird week because Nebraska played on Sunday, and there was so much excitement over that game, and there has been a lot of patting on the back. Yeah, a lot of social media stuff yep. has been sent yes. out there. A lot of feel good. We're doing the NIT math. Yep. And you don't play again until Saturday. So, you know, on campus as a basketball player, you're you're told, hey, man, I was at the game. Love it. I love what you guys are doing. You've made Nebraska basketball fun again. Yep, you're hearing it. So the Maryland game was the Sam Hoiberg game. Mm -hmm. The Minnesota game is the Fred Hoiberg game. Because there have been very rare times in the history of Fred Hoiberg as the basketball coach at Nebraska, 36-81, and that you have been favored. And, and like where everybody in the building expects you to win, those times, especially in the Big yeah. Ten Conference, those have been few and far between. So this is a Fred Hoiberg game to me where it's on him to make sure guys are grounded, yeah. that they're not listening to all of the chatter and the back padding, and that they come out and play and play well and beat a team which has lost 11 in a row. They look like they've hit the wall. And everybody's saying you should win. This is this is kind of the game to go. Okay, I can see Fred has established a, a culture. Guys play hard. Yeah, they may not have as many, you know, weapons on a night to use against other teams in terms of options, but they play hard. Okay, that's been established. You're a likable team. Now you're in a situation where continue to be likable because then that Michigan State game. You want that to mean something, yeah. This is a Fred Hoiberg game, I, I, and 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 I don't really have like a doubt that Fred won't get these guys dialed in. But it's important because this is the first time that probably a lot of those guys have experienced a week like this where everybody is talking about Nebraska basketball, and they then follow it up with an opponent that they are better than. Yes, and they're going to be probably a seven, eight point favorite on yeah. Saturday. and, and that I, I'll I'll admit.
2: Those moments with a team that still does have its its weakness—you
1: guys just made me nervous.
0: It actually. does. It, it it will make you a little bit nervous. And right, you
1: should be, like don't be nervous. Like if
0: you're if you're showing growth in a program, then it's you're not nervous. You're like you know what? Fred will do it. Fred's fine. He'll he'll dial guys back in. And I and I'm not just saying this. I don't know that guys are like, whoa. You know what? Hey, we're feeling pretty good. Grab me that full length fur coat so I can walk around on campus. <laughs> I'm I'm big baller. Shot caller. I, I stole the ball and laid I it in it against Maryland. Minute
2: well, the I'll start with Fred because i think I think it's fair to say this is a Fred Hoiberg game because this is where I would feel very good, and that is the tone that Fred always sets, okay, and w- we talk about no matter how bad things are, how good things are, and it's been a lot more of the former. He's never really different, and I'm assuming his day to day interaction with his team is very similar. He's even keel guy always kind of looking ahead, always kind of being able to put whatever happened, whether it was a very good victory against Maryland or a piss-poor effort against Michigan, they're able to put that in the rear view. Now, he is. Players take the, the lead from their head coach, then I don't have concerns. But as you're talking about that week as opposed to just a couple of days, the week of where people are like, hey, yeah, you know, a lot of, a lot of back padding going on. Sometimes that does seep into your head. Sometimes you do as a player, even no matter what the coaching staff is saying, you know, you feel like, and you're paying attention to what Minnesota's doing, and you feel confident that, yeah, I mean, we already beat them in their place. They're coming here. Our fans are going to be amped. It's going to be a great atmosphere. Uh, we should win this game. You get in closer and closer, and this is still a Nebraska team that is not established as a team that, at least I feel, is going to be able to win the games they should. Because they haven't proven that they can do that on a consistent basis yet. Now, what they've done recently is fun, and it's exciting, but it doesn't at least give me the confidence that, yeah, they're fine. I have no worries whatsoever. Because Minnesota's probably looking at Nebraska in a similar light of, yeah, we can break this losing streak right here. You know, This is a team that we can match up with. I don't know where they are mentally, and you're probably right. You're starting to see the, the end of the season near. And you just want to get out of that thing as quickly as you can. But I also think that they look at Nebraska as an opportunity. And as we always say, it, no matter how bad a college basketball team is, the weird things that happen, I would also look at Minnesota's very due to pull one off, just to pull one off. And they're probably looking at Nebraska as a team that they could do that against if they are still having a little bit of that competitiveness in them, which I would like to think a D1 athlete still somewhat has. So I'm not saying I expect Nebraska to lose or it, you know they should be on upset alert, but there are at least things leading up to this game that I would have my eye on
0: for sure. The only two games in the regular season in the Big Ten that Nebraska is going to be a favorite when it tips off will be the, the two games against Minnesota. When they played up to the barn and they had to win in overtime, yeah. they were a three-point favorite. I think they'll be a seven- to eight-point favorite on Saturday because mm. they'll be an underdog against Michigan State. They'll be an underdog against Iowa. Iowa's a different team when they play at Carver-Hawkeye. Um, so this is this is the Fred Hoyberg game to get guys dialed in because it'll be a sold-out place and expecting Nebraska to win, which has not been the case. And, you know, Nebraska hasn't had one of those, okay, I mean, uh, of games they've been favored this year where you go, oh, man, you were supposed to win and you laid an egg. Right. So that's why I think this is a Fred, yeah, Fred Hoy This is another step like, okay, our return on investment as a Nebraska basketball fan has given us thirty six and eighty one, yeah. but people are loyal. I mean, in terms of the loyalty to your return on investment, there is a huge gap. So Saturday you reinvest, you like this team, you're having fun. The Fred Hoyberg game. They get guys dialed in, they play well and they uh they beat a Minnesota team that I I I I think after watching last night, Minnesota's in that spot where They'll play well for the first 10 minutes of the first half. Yeah. And then if things go south, they really, really struggle. I mean, it's been a rough year for Ben Johnson. Yeah. I, fortunately, he's got a promising recruiting class coming, but that's not a very good basketball team that'll play in Lincoln on Saturday.
2: No, and that's fair, I think, for the, the, the first half of this game of where Minnesota stands. Once they get to halftime, like, kind of where are they is what you can kind of expect the rest of the way. But... What I would also say if Nebraska does take care of business, and I think again, there there's probably more reason to believe that they will than not. They take care of business. look that's that's a solid run right there because if you you're validating what a lot of us are probably kind of wondering over this last week is as, as fun as that game was against Maryland, given the fact that Maryland had just come off of beating the best team in the big ten. And, you know, doing it in kind of a different style, too, where you had to overcome a deficit there in the second half. Like, there, there's a lot of good things about it. If you lose that game to Minnesota, though, it becomes nothing more, in my opinion, than, oh, yeah, it's that, that typical had a, a couple of cool wins or had that really cool win, but it didn't, it, it's not really validated. This is a perfect opportunity to validate that, yeah, things are clearly moving in the right direction. If you win and, say, you win in cover, all right. Say Nebraska wins this thing. If you're, and I would agree, probably around seven to eight points, you win this thing close to the tune of ten points. I think you feel damn good about what this month has been, considering the circumstances with the injuries and considering where you're headed towards the end of the regular season into the Big Ten. I think that that kind of validates all of that effort. If you lose, though, I think it takes a lot of it away, and I think we're we're kind of left on Monday wondering. Okay, what the hell is going to happen here as they get into the Big Ten tournament? Like, what is this going to look like? What is this going to look like when they play Michigan State? Like, I just it. it saying, there's my, no, there's it, no
1: middle ground. No, it's in my opinion,
2: it derails a lot of it. So, I but on, on the same
0: fact, I, I think you you win that game, and it really validates what you've seen this last month. How about the 23rd of February, and we're starting with Nebraska basketball. Has yeah. nothing to do with. The job status of the uh, head coach. It'll be a fun day in Lincoln. That's too. good. Uh, That's right. progress. Uh, Steve Simple uh, slated to join us a little bit uh, later. Uh, Sarah Baker Hanson. We're going to check in with her. I, I think this will be the first time I've been on on a Thursday where Sbh has been on. It's yes, been a because lot. of yeah. my travel schedule. Of 2023. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're looking forward to talking to uh, her coming up at uh, eight. So Ryan, is it okay to still say Happy New Year? No. <laughs> <laughs> who who did I say
2: that to in February? It might have been Sarah. Actually, am, it might have been. You said Happy New Year? Uh, but I told her, because we haven't talked to uh, you since, I said, I know that this is faux pas, but we haven't talked since 2022, so Happy New Year. I did. Did she respond? Yeah, she did. Did she ha- say Happy New Year? She did. Very pleasantly. Mm-hmm. She understood. She understood that we had, we had you know, since surpassed the the New Year and the New Year greeting, but the fact that she was making her first appearance. L- Larry David cringed? Yeah. And that's fine. I wear that.
0: That's cool. Uh, uh, just like raising nets. Brian Edwards will uh, stop by as uh, well uh, to make us some money on the uh, weekend. That's the line brought to you by the rooferees at John Higgins Weather Guard. Uh, interesting conversation coming out of Lincoln yesterday from the strength and conditioning coach to uh, Donovan Riola, who looks like he has gained back some years on his life. He looks refreshed. Standing at the podium yesterday, a lot more comfortable. Uh, he's engaging. I mean, it just—he looked like a younger man compared to the last time you saw him talking. Smiled the a media. couple times. Ah, and it, good for him. I'm, I'm sure last year was. Last year was probably an interesting year. You probably write a book probably after his experience as a first-year offensive line coach. But he said some uh, interesting things that we will uh, dive into uh, as we uh, roll till uh, ten plus last night. Alabama and South Carolina played. Brandon Miller played. And at one point, when Alabama looked like they might be upset by South Carolina, they said, F that, roll tide. Brandon Miller had 41 points last night as Alabama beat South Carolina. And the fans, mostly the students in Columbia, chanted, lock him up. Lock him up we will discuss what's going to happen with Alabama basketball moving forward because they are in line to be a number one seed. And it was going to be a good story. Bas yeah. football school has a number one seed in basketball, but now the story has uh, shifted to off the floor that involves their lottery pick, Brandon Miller. But last night he said, "Mm 41. He had 41 in a game which everything was swirling and people were debating whether he should have been on the floor. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Cold-blooded. Uh, all right, 27 past the hour. Off and run on this uh, Thursday morning. There's Nick, Jimmy, and Gary. Mornings with Sharp and Hanley on 1620 of The Zone.